0: Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of Neon Rainbow, the podcast dedicated to all you folks out there that have dared to chase your musical dreams.
1: Woo, that was a terrible idea.
0: Terrible. Horrible. Why would you ever do that?
1: Yeah. wasn't the most solid career choice now, was it? Oh. Well, that's why we made this podcast. It will be. It will be. It will be. You won't be the black sheep at all the family Christmas and Thanksgiving gatherings forever. No. Do they ever do do that to you? Oh, really? Never. That doesn't surprise me. Your parents are the sweetest. Not just my
0: parents, my whole family.
1: Yeah, they come up and ask me right after I moved to Atlanta So, what are you doing now that you moved to Atlanta? I disappoint my parents and I play (laughs) for drunk people. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah. Nice.
1: So, that's how I'm
0: doing. So, if this is the first episode you are catching, this here is.
1: Haley Fletcher and this is Jaron Weaver. Welcome. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you already know we're on Apple. So that's awesome. We are now on Spotify, Google, Stitcher, um, all the Apple. There was a, yeah, there was a big list. Apple was the last one we were waiting on. It was just some technical difficulties on their end, but we got in contact with them and sorted it all out. So boom, we are now on Apple. We're now in the big time.
0: <laughs> Glad to be here. Woo-hoo-hoo! All right, so today we're going to be talking about singles versus albums.
1: Yes! So obviously there's a big difference um, in strategizing, which when you put out first, everybody's situation, I know for a fact, will be different. I
0: think the word is strategery.
1: I'm 99% sure that is not what that is. <laughs> oh. Fun fact, before we completely dive into this, and it's too big of a sidebar, um, guess who was arrested at an airport for being crazy and belligerently drunk?
0: Oh, that could be so many people.
1: Not me, because I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Gretchen Wilson. Really? Yeah. Thanks, Uh, Sam, for the update.
0: I could see that.
1: Yeah, so I haven't, she's, hopefully she sends me an article or something here in a minute. But yeah. Well, at least
0: you know when she's singing her songs, she's really living them.
1: <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, she got drunk and was acting crazy, belligerent. Oh, nice! Thanks for the update, Sam. I appreciate that. That made my entire evening, and it does not surprise me in the slightest.
0: Well, we try to stay up on current events, Which, like who's, the important stuff,
1: like who's getting drunk at the airport,
0: or my favorite thing is the thing when you check out at the gas stations, the who's busted, the what is it, uh, you know, the papers? Oh, the local the, papers. Yeah, well, they got a name.
1: I have no idea. Like, not who was out on bail, but...
0: No, it's like who who got arrested in your neighborhood.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of those in Douglasville. (laughs) If you're from Douglasville, I'm not sorry. (laughs) I don't like it. I'm not sorry about it. But anyway, jumping back in, I just thought Gretchen Wilson was funny. Yeah.
0: Thought it was funny. It's relevant. It's music-related. Yeah. Yeah. And, And what we take away from this is, folks, don't get drunk and belligerent in airports.
1: No, just... Get quieter so you can get crazy drunk at the airport. Hmm. Last time I was at the airport, I was crazy drunk.
0: Of course. Maybe. It could be the best thing for you. Because Kenny Chesney's career didn't launch off until he stole a horse. Oh, yeah. And then after he stole the horse, his whole career kind of
1: skyrocketed.
0: So... I don't know. If you're going to get arrested, uh, find a way to capitalize on it. <laughs>
1: Make sure you don't have any inter- international trips or any big trips planned because you may end up on the Do Not Fly list. Take your chances.
0: Hmm. Why don't you tell us more about singles versus albums?
1: All right. So obviously today, we already we already got into this, but we're going to be talking about today. I know not everybody is buying albums. Don't get discouraged. Um, we'll get more into kind of what's happening with that here in a little bit. But just trying to figure out, um, when you're funding this kind of stuff yourself, it's hard to tell which one you should put money behind and put out first. So this is obviously our two cents. Everybody's project is going to be different. Everybody's, you know, story, everything can be completely different. Take it with a grain of salt. Hopefully, you guys, this will just give you a better idea of, I think, what maybe the right path is for whatever band or project you are working on.
0: Don't take our word as gospel either. That's a it's just Terrible idea. personal experiences with mixed with some research and talking to friends and all that stuff
1: and coffee and whiskey yeah sure <laughs> yeah but pretty much the whole mindset of go big or go home has always drove me insane especially people that are like the local music level or your local music scenes like i don't know why why you would say that it's like putting all your eggs in one basket, kind of a deal. So um I'd say don't go big or go home. Just oh, yeah. go small and do more. Like, make it stretch a little bit longer. Get um, the logic. Yeah, so that's, again, my two cents. But um, with 2018, again, it's an awesome time to be in music because it is so easy to make and so easy to distribute. At the same time, it's gotten a little bit tricky. Um, So, you know, about now, I don't know everybody's got some sort of Apple music or Spotify, Pandora, whatever subscription at this point. But so the price of about 120 songs equals out to give or take about 12 albums on iTunes. We can now access so many songs at any given point for about, you know, 10 bucks a month or 120, 160 bucks a year through all of these different platforms that we have sitting at our fingertips. It's pretty awesome. It's amazing. Um, so obviously, uh, not subscribers is not the word I want. Um, fans for lack of, I've got one in Fan my head
0: sounds wonderful to me. I I've like got fans. one
1: in my head and I cannot think of it, but fans, you know, we're going to be able to listen to more. We're going to be able to discover, or discover, discover, discover more people this way, which <laughs> is great, but it really widens and opens up the playing field. So obviously the competition is much higher. It's yeah. easy to get. It's easy to distribute. So,
0: it used to be a uh, hundred people making a million dollars a year. Now it's a million people making a hundred dollars a year.
1: Mm, kind
0: too, of too close to home.
1: I don't want to talk about that. No,
0: I think there's a flip side of this that's actually really encouraging. Oh,
1: okay. So, oh, okay
0: get to that later,
1: I was like, I hope so because that's a downer <laughs> um so obviously um to make ends meet for us musicians, we need to essentially find a way to get our songs to live longer in these playlists that these people make or their Pandora stations, whatever it may be, so keep them there consistently and longer when it comes to streaming things um which is an episode that we will do that is completely
0: it's hard not to dive into that concept on this one because they're so close
1: it is very close but um i'm not against streaming come at me i don't care um people can buy a song once but they can stream it a million times we'll get into that into a different episode but we're going to go through the pros of releasing a single song or a single track first um Because in my mind, this is just what makes the most sense for somebody that's mid-level. You're funding it yourself. Um, Average social media engagement. This is my... Or even hell, even if it's high, I recommend this to anybody. It just makes sense. I think right now. So one of the pros of doing singles, you're staying relevant, which is huge nowadays. Um, You know, you're not... You're not God. You can't whip out a fully polished album every month, um, which is, you know. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible, and I don't know how you'd be making that much money um, yeah. you know, making in that your, time to do it.
0: Making your fans wait six months to a year or more between you putting something out, they're going to lose interest on you. Oh, God. They're going to get bored.
1: Especially in a time, it's 2018. People's <laughs> minds are goldfish. It's like
0: f- 15 minutes, that's all you get.
1: Oh God, easily. So obviously by releasing singles, you're staying relevant, like we said, just because you're constantly putting more content out. So you're not releasing one or two times a year, which I think it's a bold statement, but it's almost like you're putting out nothing at that point. If it's once or twice a year, I mean, it's just people's attention. They don't They don't retain that anymore, I don't think. Yeah,
0: and like the labels and all are throwing out music so much and new artists. It seems like every week there's a new artist that's being thrown out there that's got great stuff, but it's hard to get behind. It's really hard to find super fans anymore. Agreed. Because they're being bombarded by constant new stuff.
1: So, one of the b- things that goes hand-in-hand, hand, obviously, with releasing singles, um, you're gonna build a loyal fan base, those die-hard fans, um, a lot quicker this way. Um, just because when you're releasing your music, you're essentially opening up the I guess the lines of communication with your fans. So, the more often that you release your music, the faster you and your fans are gonna get to know each other kind of style-wise, music-wise. I think... Even if they're like an, okay, I guess they're a fan, it may give them the opportunity to turn into a super fan because they're hearing all of this continuous content. It's not one song or one album you put out, you know, two, three years ago. It's something that they can see evolve with you as an artist. And I think that gets a lot of emotional attachment to a lot of these people. It's a relationship. It is. It's a one-way relationship. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So obviously, releasing singles um, once you have that fan base that you've built—that happened to be built a lot faster because you were releasing a continuous stream of content—they um, get in the habit of getting new music from you on a you know pretty regular basis.
0: Gives them something to look forward to.
1: Exactly. So you win because they're gonna even if they're not actively trying to pay attention to you, if they see you know every month, every two months, yeah you're releasing something in their head at one point if they don't see it they're going to go wasn't
0: yeah
1: he should have something else coming out right now like i know eric church was dropping one every year
0: yeah
1: and there was a, i guess it was after the outsiders or something he took him about a year and a half to crank another one out and i was sitting there and i was like i feel like eric church should have another one coming out i mean i like him i like eric church a lot wasn't a wouldn't call myself a super fan by any means but he was putting out content regularly enough for my brain to go he should have about another one out already so
0: they did a uh, i forget what college it was they did a study and the, they offered someone would you like a would you like a kiss from your favorite celebrity today or would you like it in 3 or 6 months and the majority of the people picked 3 to 6 months cuz it gave them something to look forward to So I tie that in with this. If you're putting something out every month where people know that they've got something new coming in every month, they're going to hop on board a lot faster, I think. That's going to keep them intrigued and interested.
1: I completely agree. I absolutely completely agree with that. Um, So we've just got some little bullet point things, I guess, to hit some more for pros. But those were some of the biggest, biggest things I wanted to really really hit home with Um, obviously you're getting new music monthly, bi-monthly, whatever you decide to do Um, your cost initially is going to be astronomically less and I wish I would have saved the statistic I found of on average how much a local band spends on an album like it is, it's ridiculous I mean if you're playing music full time I mean you've got other things to do I think a single can make the most sense in putting stuff out like that. It's just, yeah. I hate to say the word cheap. It's cheaper. I mean, you can.
0: I think it's cheaper for the in. Well, it's cheaper for not having to put money out all at once. Agreed. But with that, you're going to get, once again, that social media content that comes with releasing that song every month
1: it's the music every month and then it's something for you to plug you know out of your every few uh promotional posts for instagram all that kind of stuff um and i think when you're in the studio doing that kind of stuff not only is the music and the promotion for it More content for social media, but it's you behind the scenes. You know, it's some of the pictures of you and your drummer or you guys out for lunch and your Instagram stories. It's stuff that's, you know, you easily can add to help create the narrative about it, but it's just a steady stream of content in one way, shape, or form.
0: Unfortunately, it's all like one big push. Like, you can release a song and it's not going to matter if you release a song if nobody knows that it's out there.
1: Exactly. S- which is
0: the importance of having all this other content she's talking about. If you got the, a video, you know, just some clips or some pictures of you in the studio cutting the song that you can throw in before you ever release the song... Even better. That's Yeah, I mean, then people are going to feel like they're a part of the process. You start building those super fans that are hard to find.
1: Yeah, it's a really... I mean, that's really... <sighs> And we'll get into it in our social media episode that I'm so, so excited about. We've been planning it for, since before, technically our first episode. Technically, we've been planning this social media one. But it's, oh, I had a train and I got so excited.
0: (laughs) Did your train jump track?
1: Yeah, I kind of did. um, more content on social media, what you're posting, um... Mm, It was... I can't think of it. I'll come back to it. But it's going to be more stuff that you've got out there, um, obviously, which is great, which is good. And uh, one of the benefits, I think, of releasing a single is you can kind of test the waters to see what's going to work for you as an artist. Or if you already have a fan base or you're starting to build one, what they like in a, you know, in a production standpoint, which obviously it's not all about them. But guess what? They're the one buying it. So mm-hmm. you've either got to figure out if you want to please them or reinvent yourself and find, uh, you know, your little tribe of fans elsewhere. Um, so I think that's a really good way instead of, you know, blowing. We'll go on their respectable Respect. Respectable. Mm, respect. The cheaper side. <laughs> <laughs> cheaper side. How much, on average, local studio do you think people could get for an album down here? Next.
0: I don't understand your question.
1: If I wanted to go out and do a full band EP,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how much do you think it would cost me here? How many songs? Mm, we'll say Five. Here, here. Uh, probably Mix and mastered.
0: Oh god, yeah, probably around fifteen grand.
1: Here, local? You think?
0: Well, I mean, Atlanta's a big, huge. That's true. Music okay, hub, So, I mean, there's some really awesome studios here.
1: Agreed. Okay, so what I'm trying to get at, I guess, is imagine dropping. We'll say for one song, if you went on the crazy high end, and did fifteen two grand, fifteen hundred two grand for a single. And it ends up going dead in the water, whether it was not enough promotion or, you know, the mix wasn't the best. You're out. It's still or, a decent amount of money. <laughs> or yeah, or, or your song was shit. <laughs> Either one, you know, you've got, you know, it's still a good bit of money down the drain. Oh heck yeah. Now drop think about dropping fifteen thousand and having their promotion be off or some of the songs be off. Like, granted, there's more, you've got a little bit more of a net for one of them sticking. But if you are just starting to really start releasing things, I would hold off on that album. There is so much, there's so many things that could go wrong. And that's a terrible thing because, of course, you know, if you're going to make an album, then go for it, do it. Um, But keep it mindful that you need to have, it's not just the cost of the album, it is the cost of the promotions and, you know, again, yeah. you could release it and it could be gold. It's like if one of the, I don't know, Eagles, whatever the hell one of their CDs are. Like, I don't, I couldn't tell you a single Eagle CD. But um,
0: you shouldn't say that on this podcast. I
1: don't care. I don't care. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It's like if they were to, you know what I'm, just drop an album out of nowhere and it could have been the greatest thing ever people aren't going to know about it. It still sure. could be the best thing ever. Just nobody knows about it. So I think that's going to, I think that's one of the benefits to a single. It gives you a little bit more wiggle room, a little bit more playroom with that kind of stuff. Um,
0: I think yeah. to Reiterate. It's a great way to find your niche. I mean, this is probably one of the best ways to figure out what works and doesn't work. Agreed. I know you already said that, but like, I feel like that's a big point.
1: Oh, it absolutely is. Um, I'm trying to think there was a million million other reasons that I had for singles, but well, some of them are are redundant on the list that I have for myself,
0: yeah, well, it also gives you your individual artwork, so each song can have its own artwork once again, more stuff to throw out there that people see that catches their interest and markets back to what you're selling
1: That's very true that is very, very true. I thank you. Good work, good work. So I guess we'll go into the cons. Um, there's a lot of studios I know in this area and in Nashville that do. I don't want to call it like an album discount, but you know they'll knock off you know x amount of hours of work when you're doing a full CD versus you know one or two tracks. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, if you've got that kind of money to spend, I guess you could record it all as a congruent album and just yeah. re- release release them. One at a time. Individually, yep. Um, so you won't have the physical CD because I swear to God, if any of you guys decide to release a single and pay the money to get a CD printed with a single on it, and if you don't pay to get it printed and you put it in a CD burner on your computer and there's like a purple Sharpie on it, I will reach through to your phone Slap a shit out of you. Like, absolutely not. So if you're releasing it as a single, there will not be a physical copy of it. Don't try and make it happen. Don't do it. It drives me insane. The closest you can get is you can have a free download link. (laughs) Like, little code or something to go put it on your website and they can download it for free if they buy a t-shirt, whatever. But there won't be a physical CD because it'll be one single. And if there is a physical CD... He did that's wrong,
0: don't do that. <laughs> but the actual CD will tie in later.
1: What do you mean, tie in later?
0: Well, if you're doing a single every month,
1: oh, yes, 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 yes. I just mean, uh, as far as a single goes, initially off the bat, each month you're not going to have a physical CD. Are you, you better? You better not have a physical CD. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> I,
0: my, I, I say, if you got the money and you want to do it,
1: no, I've seen do people do it. Happy. Oh my god. Well, at that Here, point... then Here's my
0: CD. It has one song on you're it. You're still losing
1: money. <laughs> so then at that point, they can't charge $1.29. They're charging like $2. And I'm like, why would I want this? I got to burn it on the computer to do things. I can get it cheaper and easier on iTunes. Look at, it, I can use my thumbprint. Boop. Uh-huh. Done. Like, I'm not digging out 29 cents yeah. to get a stupid plastic. No. Ain't going to happen. So, um, one thing you've got to be careful of if you don't... Keep in mind which ones you want to put together. Sorry, my eyeball itched. Woo! All right, so they can't always combine into a congruent um, or a themed album that necessarily is going to flow together, um, which can be okay, but um, you really want to keep it in mind. Obviously, we're going to repackage a lot of these and just add some new songs into the mix at one point to make an album. So just be mindful of some of the singles that you put out and just kind of keep a mental notepad of which ones that you want to have all together in one project. Um, can't always combine them on the album. I've got so many bullet points here. All right. Hit or miss, obviously, Um picking the wrong single and it's it's going to be dead in the water. So unlike an album, you don't have another track to really redeem it until the your next, next release. <laughs> And that's obviously, that could be either the song or production or promotion. So there's a lot of things that could go into that. But that's
0: also ties into the pro of if it hits or it misses, that's how you're going to find who your market is.
1: That's very true.
0: So that one kind of goes both ways.
1: That's very true. So kind of hand in hand with uh, there's only one track to really bring it home. That's only one side of you. So if it's a fan that, you know, kind of likes it, there's been a few new artists that have come out that I haven't seen much more from them besides a single, you know, and I've i liked their voice, but their song wasn't my favorite. And you try and find more about them. Nine times out of ten, I don't go back and listen to them again because there's nothing else to see if you like better, you yeah. know. So... That's what
0: I'd say, if, if at all possible, I would say if you have nothing out and you have the option... I would say put out three songs all at once and then start your single process. Ooh. That way, you know, you got a good foundation there to where you're not just one song out, but I mean if that's all you can do at the moment, don't wait to do it.
1: No, it's never don't wait for perfection. No. That's one really, really big thing. We really, really like listening to uh Gary Bannerchuck. Bannerchuck. Um so if you guys are avid YouTubers. I th- think he's got a podcast. I don't remember the name of he's, it. He's got everything. Apparently. Um, He's absolutely fantastic business guy. Um, not really music related in the slightest, but waiting for perfection will just scare you into not doing anything. So
0: It's been my biggest issue. Definitely. Oh. If I can point out one thing and go this is what I need help with. I can't release anything t- until it's perfect. That's my biggest issue.
1: And it's never going to be perfect to you. That's just true. So that's always... Get it on out there.
0: Get it on out
1: there. So, singles, in my opinion, I really like that, putting out the three first and working from there. Um, It's a good, steady stream of content. And um, I should say, and I should have said this in the beginning, these don't all need to be full band.
0: I haven't even thought about that, but you're right.
1: Like, it's something I just have in my head. Like, of course they could be acoustic. Um, Especially if you're a songwriter. Obviously, it's going to vary by genre. But they can they can certainly be acoustic. So what I wanted to quick touch on as far as genres go. If you are country and you were well, you were talking about this releasing three songs first. Yeah. If you were a singer, songwriter, folk, acoustic, kind of jazzy, that kind of a thing, I really would suggest releasing even if it's two, three songs at a time first. And doing, you know, a single every month, I think that is perfect. You can swap back certainly. Ooh, excuse me, to the one song a month or by month, whatever your uh, your budget allows, kind of a thing. But if you are doing pop or rap, um, R and B, anything like that, I find the attention span in those genres are so much shorter. Because you're competing with all of these one, a lot of these one hit wonders, all these like club mixes, all this kind of stuff, you need to be putting out something minimum of one a month. A lot of you beat makers, all that kind of stuff, you're able to do all of that. Yeah. So I think if it's more of a storytelling, folk, you know, jazz, country, that kind of (laughs) jazz, that kind of jazz, jazz. (laughs) music, puns, but I think something like that, you're better off releasing. A few songs in a bundle at first. And you can certainly still do a single a month. But it's more of a storytelling thing. Yeah. My two cents. But if you're competing in something like that where it's pop, EDM.
0: I'd even say uh, something like metal.
1: Metal for which one? Releasing monthly?
0: Metal's one of them cases where I could see someone actually putting out a whole album on.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Because a lot of them are have themes to them.
1: And... Oh, absolutely. Oh, I would. So that's another thing that... I don't know why I didn't write that down. <laughs> Obviously, if you guys have a theme or a concept or a project that you're like, you know, I think this really needs to be an EP. I don't want to release it as a singles. Then, of course, do it. If there is a plan and a vision behind it, of course, do it. We're just trying to, yeah. you know, save you guys money and uh, spacing out of when you spend your money. However,
0: if you've got a story like for a project that's really awesome and you're going to be combining video with it, Releasing that once a month would be awesome.
1: It would be awesome, but then you've got a factor in the video. Yeah. Which we all know isn't cheap. So, obviously... Quick... mean my
0: iPhone won't work?
1: <laughs> Don't you have something else to do? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, obviously, we'll quick recap... The pros for the single, you're staying relevant. You're building a fan base that's faster. Um, you've got the fans that are uh, anticipating your releases. You've got content monthly. It's going to be, if you're just doing that, it'll be a little bit cheaper. Month by month, um, you've got more behind-the-scenes social media content. Um, you're able to test your market a little bit without a big uh, boo-boo if shit goes south. Cons, you're not getting the full album discount. So sometimes, you know...
0: Yeah, and if you're curious what that range is, normally if you're hiring a professional musician, of course some of you are bands, and so you're going to be playing your own music, but you, if you get like a, a steel guitar player to come out, he's going to charge you 150 bucks, maybe 200 bucks to come out and play one song. However, if you up it, do one or two songs, three songs, then he's probably going to drop the rate, knock off that 50 bucks, take it down from, you know, 200 bucks to 150 or if it's 150 down to 50 bucks a song. It's a Great way to shave off a percentage.
1: Oh, heck yeah. So if you're hiring people to come do some tracks, even if you're releasing them at different times, and you're not doing anything else besides having them play, I'd give them a rough guitar, a rough vocal track, and have them play their part over top. Boom. So exciting. So, yep, we went through the cons. Can't always combine them into a congruent thing so, if you're looking at doing it as a single, um I think us as artists really need to start rethinking the way that we release the music um that we're creating obviously um instead of months or years we spend working on a full album, which we already talked about it's not it's not relevant today, you will be you'll be forgotten about so not only are you spending a few months and a year doing and creating this album and recording it you're trying to promote it and i mean touring i say just because it goes hand in hand with it obviously At not least you hope so <laughs> right god yeah god willing um and producing videos and everything um so we need to be releasing a city stream of music throughout the year and then just repackaging them so it's a lot so if you break it down that way you know we'll say a Eight months working on an album, three months of promotions, which will cost you asinine amounts, a few months of touring and producing videos that still have to be out in a timely manner. Um, For them to be relevant, you don't want to release a song and, you know, two years later come back and do a music video. Yeah. Just doesn't make much sense at all. So we just need to start swapping the way that we think about releasing music, which is hard to do. It's really hard to do. Well...
0: I think there's two sides to all of it. In some ways, it's harder. In some ways, I think it's easier. One of our issues as songwriters and musicians and artists, just in general, is having deadlines. So, if you know you got something coming up where, all right, it's that time of the month I'm supposed to release <laughs> a song, and you've told everybody to be looking for it, you're going to you've given yourself a deadline and a goal to hit, which is awesome for us musically artistic people.
1: That's completely, completely agree completely agree. So this being said, like I kind of stated in the beginning the era of albums aren't going anywhere. Um they're uh, they the sales Aww. have not plummeted as a lot of people may want you to believe or they themselves may believe. If I can find the article again, I will put the graphs I found on this amazing article. I didn't even write down his name. But I want to say it was like in the last four or five years, um, album sales as a whole have gone up like 15, 20 percent.
0: That baffles me.
1: Well, but think about it. So we've got all these search engines now with Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, what what else may have you. Mm. You're able to find all these artists and it's like binge watching on Netflix you can find every project they've ever put out. So at that point if it's a song, I think I mean people will buy a song, but if it's an album that they love, they'll buy it on iTunes. I mean it's you're able to pick and go through and see kind of
0: So what you're saying when you say album is not literally a f- Not a physical, physical album. Okay. That's what I was like. Uh I have a hard time believing
1: that. No. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, if you're buying a whole album off of iTunes or...
1: Yeah, so album sales have not... Physical have gone down. I think I'm one of the only people that still buy physical CDs. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to because my bookshelves are full. And now I was like, oh, look at all these cool CDs. And I listened to them. And now we're um having to move in a few months. And now I'm starting to pack them all up. And I was like, I hate CDs. I hate this. I just want to put them all on my hard drive. So the era of albums, just restating it, they're not dead. They're not gone. Um, If anything else, those search platforms and those streaming services make it easier for people to find your projects that are congruent as a whole, which is really, really nice. It gives them a little bit more control of what they're able to put on their playlists. Um, I like to think of people that make all those playlists. They don't like to think much about it. As far as, um, they create the playlist, they want to set it and forget it. So, they just want to have a gym, workout thing, feel good car music. So, our goal is to get on those playlists and stay there consistently and have content coming out that will also earn a place on that playlist. Yes. Uh, I guess we can really quick run through. We touched on a lot of these. I put them at the end um, knowing I'd get excited and Mix mash them in our first pros and cons list. Yeah. But this is for the full length album or EP price reduction for the amount of tracks for mixing, mastering and studio musicians. Um, more content available at once for streaming, which in turn is more revenue potentially for streaming cons. Obviously more money and time spent in the studio up front. Once that's released, your audience is already looking for your next project. Um, and if that was your project it was a very costly one so they may have to wait a minute a lot of music videos obviously you don't need to do a music video for everything on there but if you're gonna do a music video you've got to crank that out in addition to paying off your album to at that point if you make a full cd you're gonna have to print physical cds it just i think it goes hand in hand with it so it's CD printing costs, and it's just a lot more money up front, which don't be scared by it. I mean, it's clearly it's doable. People do it all the time. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be full band. Make it unique to you because, you know, it's you as an artist. So that's That's um,
0: saying uh, no one else can be you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. What if you have a twin?
0: Don't have a twin. I have no clue.
1: Oh, I don't either. But can you imagine? Ask your mom. Mom? <laughs> Next week, we're going to call my Aunt Jen. and uh, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But I think we've covered a lot of it. And I'm sorry that it seemed like it was kind of all over the place. But just dealing with the pros and cons for both of these things intertwines so much. So obviously, if you guys have any more questions about this subject, please feel free to reach out. Um, The email is just neonrainbowpodcast at gmail.com. Or if there's anything else you guys want us to cover, um, questions, topics for an entire episode. Um, If we get a few little questions that aren't quite enough to hear us BS and ramble on about for about 35-40 minutes, we'll uh, maybe combine them into a its own little episode but um i guess in the meantime i guess they can find us on twitter it's podcast neon you've got our email again it's just neon rainbow podcast at gmail.com instagram is still trying to review our neon rainbow podcast account for some reason so in the meantime you can find us individually on instagram so i'm just at haley fletcher this is just at jaren weaver shoot us a message on the website Get a hold of us. But until next week, you guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in. And um, don't give up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thanks Bye, for
1: listening. Woo!